Thank you. Amen. It's good to be here tonight. Thank God for the privilege once again to be able to stand for him. But before I start, I want to tell you this. I was called to preach in 1959, about 63 or 64 years ago, something like that. But tonight, I feel unworthy for some reason to stand before you. I've had a time since, well, all week, trying to study for the message. And I thought I had it pretty well down. I got to study, and again today, going over the same message. And I realized that something had been wrong. Satan has tried to stop me in different ways. So you're going to have to pray hard and pray that God will just speak through me and use me to his glory. I thought I had some little sketches made. I went over them, but they didn't even sound like anything that God had given me. I don't know what the problem is. Only thing I got to thinking maybe that the message that he had given me about Jonah. And I began to try to think, was I Jonah? Or what had happened? Jonah, the reason he went to the Wellsbury, because he didn't want to do what God wanted him to do. But I think I want to do what God wants me to do. That was one of the problems. And I went and looked at my notes, and there was nothing compared to what God had given me back two, three days ago. But you be much in prayer for us as we try to stand for the Lord tonight because it's all up to him. Amen. I feel unworthy. But after that, I had pastored four different churches and been called about 64 years ago to call But Satan, for some reason, don't want me to stand. And I begin to think, well, am I trying to be a Jonah? Because God told Jonah what he wanted him to do, and Jonah didn't want to do what God wanted him to do. That's why he was put in the fish's belly. But I wasn't that. I wanted to do what God wants me to do. So you be much in prayer tonight as we think about Jonah. And I wonder many times if that isn't what's the matter with some of our church members. They're like Jonah. God told him to go to Nineveh. 
God told him to go down there and preach to them people. But for some reason, he wanted to go the other way. He wanted to go to Tarsus. He'd made up his mind he's going to go his way. But God still wanted him to go to Nineveh and preach to those people because there was 160,000 people there that couldn't discern between the right hand and the left hand. God wanted him to go preach to those people. But no... He wanted to go to Tarsus. He didn't want to do what God wanted him to do. Many, I believe, of our church members sometimes is the same way. God tells them to go to church and they fool around, maybe wind up going to the movie house <laughs> on the Lord's Day. They go somewhere, look at the empty pews. So, we can just figure that they're Jonian. Want to go where they want to go instead of going where God wants them to go. So if you see your neighbor this week, you might tell them I was preaching on. Amen? Those that's not here. <laughs> but I want you to think of it for a few moments. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. Yes. Satan don't want us in the house of God. Satan didn't want Jonah to go to Nineveh and preach. He didn't want him to go tell those people what they needed to do. God don't want me to tell the people in Washington what they need to do. You're not the leader. And one thing we need, not only in this church, not only in my home, but in every home and every church of our country. We don't need abortion. We need to turn to God. We need a prayer meeting that will reach from here to Washington. This nation, not just Knoxville, need to turn to God. We need to let God lead us instead of us trying to lead God. Maybe you're guilty. Maybe I'm guilty. Because Satan don't want us to do what God wants us to do. He wants us to go his way. As we see, Jonah wanted to go the way the devil wanted him to go instead of going the way God wanted him to go. That was the problem. Maybe that's the problem with our churches tonight. Satan wanted them to go somewhere else. Satan wanted them to stay home. Satan found something else for them to do. That was what he was trying to do with Jonah. And Jonah followed him. 
Jonah didn't want to go to preach to those people. Maybe that's what God wanted him to do was preach to those people. Why? So as they get right with God. So as they do what God wanted, said them people, they needed God. We need God. <coughs> Maybe you say, I don't need him anymore in what I've got. Oh, yes, we do. We've got to trust God with everything. All the way. Not me. I'm not strong enough to do what God wants me to do without Him doing it. Neither are you. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, His righteousness, all these others would be added to you. Do I trust God more than I need to? No. I don't trust Him as much as I need to. Neither do you. We need to put God first. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and His righteousness. All these others will be added unto ye. We know. I kind of believe that Jonah knew that he needed the Lord more than he was trusting Him. We need them more than we trust Him. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. But many times we fear evil because we don't let God direct us. We don't follow God's leadership. We think we can make it on our own. No, neither could Jonah. He couldn't make it on his own. God has talked to you and I like he talked to Jonah many times. And sometimes we'll push him aside. We better be careful. He may have a fish's belly waiting on us if we try to go our own way. Many times we do. Oh, I'll just do this or that instead of doing what, what I feel like I ought to do. Well, if we feel like we ought to mind God, we ought to mind Him. <laughs> Trust the Lord. Be obedient. Maybe we can wind up in the right place instead of being where God don't want us, maybe we'll be where God wants us. Let God use us to His glory, not my glory, not your glory, but to glorify God. I believe God would help us. If we go back every once in a while and read Jonah and say, wonder why that God put this on him wonder why God sent him to Nineveh after he had been failing so much. God let him go ahead after that he had done all these things, rebuking God, so to speak, and said, no, he won't do these other things. Did you ever tell God you won't do something else besides what he wanted you to do? Uh, most of us have. 
But we need to remember one thing, that God is in charge. Whether we let him have a charge or not, he's still in charge. We need to seek his face in everything we do. His leadership. Yes. Sometimes I wonder why God has did the things to me that he's done, done for me. Say, God's been so good. I tell Ruth every once in a while, ain't God good? God is good. You would think that man as old as I am wouldn't be standing here where I'm standing. I'm God's property. I belong to God. God's kept me here for some reason. And I want God's reason to go out. So therefore, I look back at Jonah every once in a while. Say, he ought to have sense to know that God had more power than he had. <laughs> he ought to have sense enough to know that God knew what he wants me to do and that God is able to make me do what he wants me to do. Be careful. God can whip you. God is stronger than you are. God's stronger than I am. And God knows what he wants me to do. And if I don't want to do it, I'm liable to be like Jonah. He's liable to put me somewhere where I don't want to be. (laughs) He said, well, he won't put you in the fishy, but he might. He might. So you remember that one thing. If you don't remember anything else that I said tonight, God is the boss. God has control of your life whether you like it or not. He still has the power. Even if you're a sinner and you haven't surrendered to God, God can still handle you. Yes. So if God's dealing with you tonight, you're a sinner, or you're a backslider, that's what what, uh, uh, Jonah was. He was a backslider, what we call a backslider. He won't do his will, not God's will. Is that your way tonight? You want to go your way instead of going God's way? Well, finally after that Jonah had decided that he was going to do it, God let him go ahead and bring the message to that people that couldn't discern. I believe it's 160,000, if I remember, something like that, that couldn't discern between the right hand and left. But yet they wanted their... They was in need of something. They was in need of someone trying to direct them in the right direction. That's what I'm here for tonight. Maybe there's someone in this congregation that has been going in the wrong direction. 
Maybe you've been pushing God aside. <clears throat> That's what Jonah was doing. He didn't want to do what God wanted him to do, so he got in trouble. If you're doing what God wants you to do, you're all right. Ain't God good? <laughs> but if you're going your own way and not obeying God, you're in trouble. God's bigger than you are. God can handle you anyway, upside down or sideways or anyway. Don't forget that. You're standing on dangerous ground when you disobey God. God has a job for you to do. You better do it. Let him have his way. There's a song that I try to sing sometime. There's a cross for everyone. If you're here tonight and you've been born by the Spirit of God, then you'd better walk with God. If you're here tonight and you haven't had that second birth, you'd better take it. You'd better call on the Lord, turn yourself over to Him, and let Him handle you in the right way because He can handle you any way He wants to. You think about that. Seek God first. Put God in your life. I kindly believe that that's one reason that I'm still here and one reason that I've been, God's handed me so many different things in my life that I didn't expect. God's been so good to me. I could take you back and point out things that it really sounds unreasonable, but God done them for me. I could give you several of them. Yes, I lost my parents when I was a young boy. I think about six, at about six or seven years old, really, when I lost them, I began to realize it when I was about 13 that I had lost them. Let me tell you something. God took care of me all through that. God been taking care of me the rest of my life. I've been dependent on God and, and he has come through. Yes. Don't be a Jonah. Amen. Don't go where God don't want you. But go where God wants you to go. Do what God wants you to do and you'll stay right. Amen. Yes. There's a cross for everyone. Maybe I won't bear the cross like I ought, like I ought to. But when death takes me out, I'll go to the crown that is waiting upon me. Because I believe I'll have a crown. I believe that. Right now, I'm crowned with the glory of God. I belong to him. I, I didn't even open my Bible. But I believe that's what God wanted me to bring you. I believe that's the way that he would have me to have you. When you leave here tonight, I want you to keep that in mind, that you don't want to be a Jonah. But you want to do the last part that he did, and that's obey God. Obey God. Whatever God wants you to do, put him number one in your life. 
Amen. Amen. Like Ruth told you this morning when the preacher was preaching, she said, I have a word I want to say. About the first words that I said to her when she was introduced to me, I said, whereabouts do you put God in your life? She said about this far. You'd better begin to put God up this far if you're not. You'd better put God number one in your life if you expect to go to heaven. If you expect to do what God wants you to do, then God will lead you and guide you. Like I said when I got up here, I didn't feel like really that I could do what I should do, but God know what I could do. Tonight, examine your life. Right now. Don't wait till I sit down. Examine your life. If you're here tonight, you don't know the Lord and the free pardon of sin, I'm going to tell you, you're hell bound. If you're here tonight and you're in a backslidden condition, you're standing where Jonah stood. That was what was wrong with him. Look what happened to him. What's going to happen to you if you don't do what God wants you to do? If God's dealing with your life, you better turn yourself over to him. Right now. Not wait. So I'm going to ask the pastor, as we get a song ready to sing, if you come and stand here, if you're here tonight and you're out of fellowship with God, or you've never surrendered your life to God, won't you come down and give this pastor your hand and let him speak a word to you? Shall we stand and sing? Let God have his way with you right now. Bill B.